0: Welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. It is the new year, and uh, we are, are going to start off this year on a rant a little bit. And uh, we're we're talking about you know the future of of colleges. We're talking about money. We're talking about our students, and and we have a lot to say.
1: We do. Happy two thousand and twenty four to everyone, and. And you and I finished the year, um, you know, on high notes, but we also realized that uh, as good old uh, middle-aged guys, we can't help it. There are certain things that keep us excited, and not necessarily in a good way. So we thought we dreamt, as you said, about, The future of colleges at the time when our population in this country is not increasing. We all know that we're hitting an enrollment cliff in the next couple of years. And some places have already hit that. And we have an increase in competition from private for profits. At the same time, it's still status quo for so many of us. And that's what's infuriating us. That's what's getting the middle-aged guys a bit more riled up than we usually do. Now, paying attention not to break our hips because we, or or <laughs> our backs because <laughs> we're not aging gracefully. Well, and certainly, you know,
0: you you look at colleges have always closed. We've always seen colleges close, but mm-hmm. you know, we've seen started to see a little bit of an uptick in that, and. Yes. Uh, there are some prognosticators out there that, that are seeing that there's a good chance that that number is going to continue to go up because, you know, the number of students is continuing to fall. We've got the enrollment cliff right around the corner now. I mean, we're, we're to the point now where it is becoming a very real thing, compounded with the fact that you have students now that are also beginning to question the value of a college education uh, because a college education can be extremely expensive uh, especially if you're looking at you know going to a four-year liberal arts uh, private type college uh, not a private for for profit but a private college uh, where your tuition your room and board your cost of attendance can be you know, easily a quarter million dollars or more uh, over four years, and uh, for some students, they are, are seeing that they are coming out to a job after paying fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. They're getting jobs that are paying maybe thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars, and quickly they're finding themselves underwater uh, as far as you know what that looks like. So the student debt is high. Um, and you have other people that, you know, just in general are are questioning the value of college. You see it at the community college level where we've seen people that are choosing to go to work because there have been places that are hiring people, uh, that aren't needing a college degree and paying them in some cases more than they would earn if they got a college degree.
1: You're spot on i want to zoom out for a brief moment and talk about the impact on a society the impact on employment the impact on innovation and the impact on our competitiveness as a as a nation uh because you know we need cutting edge look at all of those manufacturing jobs that have left not because we we don't have People, but so many have left because we don't have the right talent. So have we put our eggs in the wrong basket? That's very possible. At the same time, you hear from politicians on the right and the left talking about the increase in the cost of of education, higher education, but also K-12. We pay more in terms of subsidies and support than any uh, other nation on the face of the earth but yet our success metrics are not being met like other places so rather than continuing with that i think very few have taken the time to pause and to think about what we've uh, been doing and whether we need to continue with it we brag about higher education being an, uh, in the framework of a 19th century german model we're well into the 21st century how can how could such a model still be relevant today, right? When we know so many countries have innovated and they spend less. And yes, it is a rant, but it is a rant coming from two taxpayers. It is a rant from people who who have, you know, uh, maybe not not themselves, but loved ones who've accumulated lots of uh, 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 student loan debt and are finding it hard to pay it back. And we all know that you know, schools of education, it costs you a minute to go to a good school and you end up as a teacher making very little money. Yeah, and that's, that's
0: one of my concerns is there are a lot of jobs out there that do require a college education and they may not pay well. Uh, you know, you think about people like, you know, teachers that – deserve so much more money than they are getting paid. But, you know, when you start off, it doesn't pay well. You know, social work type positions, there are a lot of positions out there that are very necessary to the fabric of our society, but they don't pay exceptionally well. And what I always worry about is students being very limited. You know, they graduate from college. They're saddled with with debt. Um, and college debt, I think, is probably one of our next big national crises. And we're, we're probably in that already. But you know, they may be limited on where they can go. You've seen a lot of people now that are uh, living at home with, with family because that's all they can afford to do. And, you know, both of us living in rural areas, we, we both know that there aren't the kinds of jobs in a rural area. So if you have to go live with with your family in a rural area, you may be very limited on the kinds of jobs that you can take. And you might not be putting that college degree to work because you can't find a job in your field. Uh, or you're going to a city, and you may be forced to live with, you know, a lot of roommates or something like that. And that's not always something that that our our students, our graduates, want to do when they start off in life.
1: Yeah, and we're not seeing it just in the U.S. Since the pandemic in China, there has been a significant uptick in unemployment for the freshly grad uh, co- fresh gr- college graduates. I think last year it hit about 21% of of those uh, of that population and so many of them are living at home with their parents so it's not just a us problem but we don't know you know the whole rest of the world what we know is the reality that we're living with and another uh, estimate uh, just to keep in mind is rural america has been the pop- being depopulated for the last 100 plus years, right? So now, it's not just that you won't find the jobs. Chances are, a good education, good services, good healthcare, and everything is going to be in an urban or suburban area. So then, that's even more attraction to those areas where there is less... Opportunity or more competition, less opportunity to earn what, uh, what you between quotation marks think you deserve. And at the same time, there's an increase, significant increase in the cost of living in rural areas in order to compensate and fewer doctors, fewer teachers, fewer engineers, bad roads, bad sewers, and the list goes on. So, well, well, it's all great to put you know, uh, you know, write poetry about how great a job we're doing in higher education and how we're saving the universe. It all sounds good. Period. However, comma, are we doing the right thing by our community, by our taxpayers, by our employers and by our society? And I think that's the the onion that we're going
0: to continue to unpeel over our next couple of segments. So if you enjoy conversations like this or, or rants like this, uh, you can always find us uh, right here on YouTube on Let's Talk Ed. So we'd encourage you to Uh, like our channel, ring that bell. You'll get notified when we post new content. And certainly would encourage you to uh, share your opinion and and like this video. That helps out the algorithm as well. You can also find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms too. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.